This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Mic check, one, two. We lit. What the damn, um... It's fire stick. I mean, I got the illegal league pass, so I just watch all the games on there and shit. So, yeah, I don't, I don't I, even... Every forget- fucking channel... I be forgetting, though, because when I'm not at the crib... Yeah. I can't do that shit. Yeah. All right, man. Let me get y'all, get y'all some real bars to intro this shit real quick, yo. From the God. They are about to see a different side, Arena. All right, I'm done doing charity. This ain't a 501c3, bitch. Okay, I don't get paid to help your broke ass. Tell them what you just told me, though. Uh, we were just talking about all these fake hoes in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about me, I lift as I climb. I don't subscribe to that crabs in a barrel mentality. Nope. Huh. Huh. I feel like that's you know racial. what that R is for? Huh? 100%. Real, bitch. And ready. <laughs> Real bitch. and ready, bitch. Real, ready and rain, drip, drop, drip, drop. And you know what rain can do? Rain can flood. Rain can storm. Rain can fuck you up and drown your ass. Let's talk about it, nigga. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another week of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. Y'all know what it is when y'all hear that can crack. That mean your man back, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's poppin'? And if you couldn't tell, we back with Miami's finest, man, Shauna and Mia. Yo, you know something Miami's I realized? Miami's finest, rain. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> I realized this week. I think I thought it before this week, but it hit me this week. They don't have a name. They just Shauna and Mia, dog. And it was awkward every time they got introduced to one of them label people at Def Jam or at the Billboard shit. I'm like, bro, they need a name quick. Like, somebody should have been on Francois or uh, Chastity. One of y'all need to do your job and come up with a name for them ASAP because this shit looking goofy. But uh, we back, man. Episode 347. Y'all already know what it is. Back with that rap shit review. Is there Uh, anybody else who... Rappers just have names? Uh, nope. Chris and Neef was Young Guns. Oskino and Sparks, they had no name. And they also didn't blow. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, had some joints, though. But uh, I can't think of another group that was just their names. Right? That's crazy. Yo, yeah. somebody going to be like, y'all, y'all forgetting about Lilo and Scratch or some shit like. Oh, no. Nah. What was a. Uh, I feel like Smiles and South Star. There you go. Yeah, Smiles and South Star. Yo, I hated that song so bad. Nigga, that song was amazing. That nigga. song was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life, dog. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. That shit, <laughs> nigga, nah. that beat is, is a, that's the beat that everybody play on. Mm, 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 yeah, mm, no, nah, I hated it. I hated it. I wanted Smiles and South biggest, Star. It's one of the biggest songs, period. That's one of the biggest songs in the history of 106 and Park. That's it. It's no period. No, nah, that song was fucking big as fuck. Shit dog. was high. Horrible, nigga. I'll gladly be the only nigga that hated that shit, bro. I hated that shit from rip. Not liking something and it being horrible is two different things. No, I I didn't like it because it was horrible. (laughs) Um, But yeah, dog. Smiles and South Star. Oskino and Sparks. Sean and Mia. If we had to rank them. Smiles and South Star third. 
Sean and me, I'm going to put y'all in the middle, dog. Um, you think it's like the biggest hit out of the, all of them. They also wore the biggest velours. And that fuck. The, the light-skinned Asian-Mexican looking one was Rain of Rain. He was man Rain of Rain. Um, yo, man. I said a couple weeks ago I felt like this shit was about to start getting dark. It just, it had that that tone. Um, and I thought it was going to happen around the scamming part of shit, which it still could because they clearly finna shift back to Miami and all the legal shit that's going on over there and the pimping shit with Chastity and the, and the workers because um, the tour is over with, my nigga. <laughs> uh, this shit got dark real quick, real crazy. Nigga but. smiles and soft start and them niggas is from Florida too. Oh, even worse. Orlando. Them niggas is, oh, of course they from Orlando. Y'all from the only city in Florida without a beach. Fucking terrible, dog. Um, Yo, man. I really enjoyed this week's episode, dog. Like, I didn't know where it was taking us at any point, but it kept getting fucking better and better, and then it ended on the most random ending in the world. Nigga, I didn't, nothing about that ending was, was expected, dog. These niggas caught me off guard. Um, Shauna and Mia, we're going to get into it, but I, I literally think they would believe anything that Francois told them, dog. I don't trust that nigga for nothing. He didn't say one thing that I believed on this episode, bro. Not party, not uh, Tunji wanted to meet with him. Shout out to Tunji Balligan, uh, CEO of Def Jam. Uh, I don't really think he wanted to meet with them. But he acted like he... He acted like he was, like, familiar with, like, oh, you did tell me you got some people, like... But he didn't... I don't know. He didn't give me whole, that vibe, dog. Also, I thought uh, Mia fucked this up versus it being Shauna. Oh, my goodness. Mia. But why did she like, come out the gate so wild? But he like, no. Tell me more. And then, look. We know on some industry shit, on some Hollywood shit, niggas just feed you whatever, right? They'll just keep this convo going and then walk away and be like, yeah, I hate them. Or they would do what they all did to Duke. It was like, nah, I'm not interested. Like, yo, we busy. That too. That too. But uh, even when Francois came back and was like, yo, y'all killed it. He said he want to meet after the tour. I just don't believe that he said that. And even if he did say that, I don't think that he said the shit about Chastity. I just don't believe this nigga, dog. Now, granted, the shit about Chastity is probably more believable than him wanting to meet them after the tour. But... I don't think he said it. I think this was part of Francois just doing what he want to do and telling them Chastity is going to fuck this up for y'all. Because in real life, she hasn't made herself so, like, unlovable that I think people would not fuck with them because of her. Like, she ain't, dude. She just looked goofy. She looked out of place. But she ain't, like, fuck it up for them. Mia, to your point, could have fucked it up way more than anything Chastity said in that moment, nigga. I'm a real bitch uh, from Miami. Like, what? What? Yo, Francois, coach them, my nigga. On what to say when they meet the head of Def Jam, dog. Why does she start acting like that? She turned into a complete fucking, like, I don't know, dog. Like, I know we didn't see a lot of it. Shauna was like, oh, we this, we that. Shauna was trying to be normal. <laughs> like, and I know we ain't see a lot of it season one, but you remember Mia had the um, social media shit popping. She had all the followers and all that. Still has it, but she turned into that. Like, the the caricature version 
and the social media version of herself. So it got really fucking awkward, but we're going to get to that whole billboard situation and, and all the things that happen. Um, before we do want to thank the listeners, the supporters, everybody fucking with us week to week. Shout out to the Patreon subscribers. Y'all got a phenomenal culture episode last week. I just listened to that shit the other day, dog body bag. Um, so salute to y'all, everybody fucking with the Patreon. Uh, we appreciate it. Now we got some voice notes this week for, uh, well, a voice note for rap shit, but we also got, I got a text from the homie Wheezy too about rap shit. So I want to make sure that we get to both of those. Um, first, actually, let me start with Wheezy's text. So Wheezy said, uh, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to hold off because his is about to end. I don't want to get right there. So we're going to get to the homie Jordan, man. Jordan, what up? Flynn in the building. What's up this weekend, Culture Family? It's been a minute, but I have been watching rap. I hear my young dog in the back. Kyrie, what up? Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to say his name online. Fuck it. It's the internet. Everybody already know him. I mean, you would know because the internet too, right? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's why it's a family, dog. With y'all, just not really with y'all. You know what I mean? By the time y'all normally pot about it, I'm just watching it. So I'll listen to the review and then kind of watch rap shit. That's kind of what's been happening. So, yeah. But finally watched it almost on time, but before y'all record it. So let's get into it. I just want to say this season feels like a level up from last season. Last season was good, but the focus, we were focused on like Shauna and Mia. And this season, we're like opening up the lens a little bit more to catch the bigger picture of, you know, of the other, some of the other main characters. And I think that that is really dope. So this episode specifically, um, Francois is easily the most hated of the season, for sure. I don't like the way he's moving. I do think that it's a necessary evil to see because it is people like him in the industry. But still, that nigga trash. You understand? Rain and rain. I don't like her. I don't like her. Like, nothing about her is appeasing to me. And nothing about any other rapper that is like her in the current industry is appeasing to me either. So, there's that. Um, This season, Shauna is very much so still on brand with being Shauna. She did loosen up just a smidgen. But people like Shauna cannot be in groups like this group. And I say that and I think that way because people like her are ultimately going to go against that group. She don't like that shit for real. She just knows she's good at it and she wants to rap. Like, so she's going to like fuck that up for herself, like in a way, you know what I mean? Because it's really not authentic to her. Um, her, <laughs> her and Lord AK was kind of weird to me, but. I kind of was like, okay, I get it. They like the same shit. They getting caught up in the same way. You know what I mean? Um, I'll get to him in a minute. So now I got to go over to Mia, who has been the second least favorite of the season for me. Um, I don't... I'll, I, one thing my mama used to say, right, is um, apples don't fall far from the tree, neither do they roll. And as a kid, I was like, girl, just give me the fucking apple. You know what I mean? But as an adult, I get it because it's like... It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like kids, our kids normally, we grow up to mimic our parents in a way. And in this season, we're seeing that Mia is her mom. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Mia hates her mom, and for everything she hates her mom for, she is. Her daughter just doesn't see it, or maybe she does. You know what I'm saying? Because her playing it crazy with these two niggas is insane. These three niggas is insane. You know what I mean? Like, your baby daddy, who you really, who you really, y'all on the same level, but you, like, don't want him because he ain't got money. And then Cash got money, but Cash also gonna do shit like post your fucking lingerie pictures on social media. Listen, emoji in front of your face or not, that shit was a violation. And when she asked him, he said, because he want to? Nah. Like, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. I don't care about any of those things. Do not post the private pictures I send you to social media. That is insane. Um, I didn't like Cash's attitude. And I didn't get that from him, I feel like, the other episode. But in this episode, I'm getting a whole different vibe from Buddy. And I don't know if it's because he felt like Mia was playing or if that's really who he is. You know what I mean? With his bitches. But I didn't like it. And then the other nigga who she kind of started messing with who could possibly be a decent pick for her. Especially since he was, you know what I'm saying, like down to basically defend her, it looked like, a little bit in that altercation. But... I digress. Mia on some bullshit like this this season, and I really don't fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she pop up pregnant or with something. You know what I mean? Wouldn't be surprised at all. That shit with Laura AK threw me. So when they was when I heard the screaming, I thought that maybe dude and Shauna had gotten to it, and you know she needed somebody to come rescue her. But Lord AK being on fucking fire is insane. And people who do drugs like that, I don't know what the fuck he took before him and uh like Shauna started to like link up in this episode but he definitely they show him definitely like getting ready to do or doing drugs and that shit is insane I do understand that all this shit is a necessary evil again because this is shit that go on in the industry but god damn like you was that salty about not being able to get it up with the girl you like like bro get a little more disciplined about yourself and don't fuck after you take whatever drug that is that's insane niggas needed help like but I do see in the scenes from the next, basically, Shauna's going to blame herself. Like, we finna get a lot in these next three episodes, or we going to get a little. Um, either way, this season is really doing its big one. You know what I mean? Like, I would hope for two extra episodes, but Issa don't ever play like that. Barely. So, I know for a fact that we only get in the next three. But, yeah, this season definitely was a level up, I think, from last season. I'm looking forward to see how the rest of this shit unfold, and I'm looking forward to see what the fuck y'all thought about this episode. Jordan, man, appreciate you for real. Kyrie, appreciate you in the background, bro. Um, you definitely unpacked a lot right there. Uh, some that I did want to touch on right away uh, while it's fresh was one of the last things you said. Um, Lord AK and the drug use. Um, they mentioned that, well, he mentioned that he was on a shroom. At the party, uh, it was him, a girl and a dude sitting around. The girl was telling the other dude he needs to start doing shrooms. And um, dude asked Lord AK, yo, you ever did one? And that nigga was like, I'm on one right now. Um, well, he said he's microdosing. Yeah, uh, well, no, she told dude he should microdose. Yeah, because like, yeah. shrooms ain't never made a nigga do. Well, I don't, I, I, can't, I can't say that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let me grab my phone because there's a there. I, I screenshot something that somebody said on the internet, and okay. I need to read it. I mean, okay. All right. And while Jay go to do that, um, I'm gonna also point out something else that I thought was really important right here. Uh, with the shroom usage, and then fast forward to them trying to get it in 
and and get busy and all that. This is like the worst marketing ad campaign for shrooms ever um, because all you did was make it seem like shrooms make it so you can't get can't get busy and that's just not okay. So um, I want them to apologize to all the shroom dealers out there because it definitely made it seem like shrooms is the reason that this nigga couldn't get hard and that's just fucked up marketing. Nah, see, look. Somebody was like, Lord AK gave subtle hints all show. Facts. What would your last meal be? Yep. Said the longer he's in the industry, the less he feels. Yep. His hood said immortal and dead on it when they were in the bed. That hoodie um, was hard, though. But it did say that. Like, the man been depressed this whole time. Like, he, when he was tired for him to rap, and he had to leave her, he was like, bro, now, before he even stood up, because at first you peeped, he put his hoodie on and all that. But before he even did all that, when he heard his man grab the mic and say, let's turn this motherfucker up one time, that nigga looked like, bro, dog. Like, I really was just trying to have a regular night. Like, so what do you do? And, I, and I, I'm fairly sure a lot of people have this when they fucking with the rap shit. Yeah. What you think the industry is going to be about, what you think how things are going to play out. But now that you're here... And you have to do these things in order to make money. Yeah. And if I don't do these things, I won't make money. I won't be able to take care of myself. I can't go back to working a nine to five. Or maybe I was never even make surviving off the nine to five type mm-hmm. shit. My man's mm-hmm. he's working at AutoZone. The other dude, you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Um, it's like now, now you trapped and now you've, you're forced to live a life that you don't want to live. And now you depressed and you start medicating with drugs and alcohol. And so two things, right? Um, first I know the internet got hype. Like, yo, he was on shrooms and he even said, maybe it's the drugs when he couldn't get it up. Right. Very common, uh, symptom of depression, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> nigga. Your shit don't work when your mind fucked up. Is like, that a thing? That is a thing. That is a, it's an actual thing. Um, another thing, to your point about him sort of what people think about the rap industry and what they visualize and then when they get in it and they're successful explode what, Noema. what they realize right um so i i do think that it's very intentional that him and shauna are the connection here right because that would be shauna because it would be Shauna. he's literally because to A the point jordan made jordan was like yo they're kind of like similarly weird right he is shauna he he's is one of yeah. And forced to do this like Shauna, like this is a part of you for mm-hmm. sure. Like I'm sure this is a part of Laura. You're AK, talented, right? I so hate, yeah, like there's a part of me that wants some shoot 'em up, bang bang shit all the time. Facts, but I'm not about to listen to no drill music 24 hours a day or no shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, 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 that's a part of you, but yeah. that's not who and you are. Who you are. So this freak nasty shit that they be rapping about and getting money and shit. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's you come from that, but like that's not you. She even asked that nigga when uh when he mentioned uh One Punch Man, she was like, Yo, I didn't know you was an anime nerd. And he was like, You gotta keep some secrets. Like, yo, there's some parts of me that I have to keep, not just necessarily secret, but that I have to keep whole and genuine. Like, this Demi, is really me. Damn it, every time they talk, it was like uh, he was like on some snuffleupagus shit. Yeah, or what's yeah. the what's the the, the 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 depressed donkey on um Winnie the Pooh? 
Eeyore? Oh, Igor. Oh, yeah. man, I'm sorry. I guess I got to do this again. Now, that I might also put on the uh, shrooms. The shrooms elite. <laughs> that could be shroomy, but it all adds up, right? And, like, we literally are looking at kind of a a, a potential before after. Like, Shauna, to your point about it being a cautionary tale, I would hope, well, shit, now that he didn't set himself on fire. You know what's so crazy? Because I, I don't look at the internet comments and shit like that recently. Mm. Uh, nothing about that, him setting himself on fire, I never thought drugs. Mm. That shit never, until you broke it up, yeah. that shit never crossed my mind. Yeah, but all this shit's connected, right? A lot of motherfuckers do the drugs to escape yeah. reality. <laughs> you know what I I'm just saying? thought, like, yo, this nigga been depressed his whole fucking time. Yeah. And then, like, then, like, you was, uh, like, think about this. You are a famous rapper mm-hmm. who there's a group of girls. It's a girl who's on a come up who's also a rapper. Yeah. You attempted to have sex with her and your dick wouldn't get hard. And that's embarrassing. Yeah. And she's a rapper. What if she rap about it? Man. <laughs> you know what hey. I'm saying? What if she blogs about like, nigga, I'm going to be like on top of you being You could become material. And, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to live no more. Like, dog, <laughs> like, it literally could be like on some, I was fucking with this nigga Dick ain't get hard. Yeah. That's me, nigga. We call him a devil 22 instead like, of a Lord AK. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro. any, you know how rappers be. Yo, I can't remember exactly who it was in a Facebook group, but somebody called that shit. Uh, they was like, Lord AK, Lil AK ain't work. <laughs> and that fucked me up, nigga. Because not the Lil AK. But the fucked up part is, um, you think even further back, right? We think about all the shit that he was kind of hinting at this episode. Go back a week ago where he told y'all, I'm depressed and my brother died. Overdosing on drugs. <laughs> um, I miss. Yeah, he said like, my, he said my music sound different and I'm different. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, how, how humans do. Yeah. We'll take any fucked up situation and try and you have to make it sound like because everything is good, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you got to look at it this way. If you weren't the same, like, my nigga, I'm not the same. I'm not the same, dog. I ain't in that spot. He also told her when she was talking about, like, their first, uh, him and his brother's first mixtapes and, like, they old shit. He was like, yo, I miss that. I miss I miss all the ground level shit that I did before I got here. Because once you get here, this is when you sort of have to change or you have to try to be you and deal with the consequences. Because sometimes being you don't give you the success that the label didn't invest in. Now you owe niggas albums. Tim, he asked her what your last meal would be. Facts. Randomly. And she was like, I don't know. And then he said, this thing that I'm eating yeah, right would now. be my last yeah. meal. This is it. I'm and then that was you, it. <laughs> this is the last thing I'm going to eat. I literally just gave you the game, dog. And that was before the sex. Yeah. So I don't think it was like, yo, my dick all right, ain't hard. Let me kill myself. It couldn't play a factor. And possibly. he was also telling her, I'm not going to eat the coochie. I'm going to eat this little pastry thingy. And that's it. And after that, I'm out of here, dog. I'm trying to end it. Um, It's very... I think it's very telling. Not only him kind of foreshadowing what someone like Shauna could experience in this industry if she sort of loses herself in being or becoming famous off some shit that's kind of not, to your point, it's a part of her, but it's not her. And when you acting like a part of you and you let that consume you and become your identity, it can literally depress you, dog, on a much different scale, much lighter scale. 
I remember we've talked about this a couple times. This is how me and Jay met. I used to be an ass on the gram. I was a wild with the the Justin L.A. boy post and all that. All them niggas is my sons because I was doing that shit a million fucking years ago. I didn't like the attention that came with it. It was weird because people would then, when I spoke to them, they would think, like, I remember one of my homegirls, granted, all her friends is ugly, and I don't know why she thought I wanted to date any of them, but she was like, yo, a few of my homegirls like you, but they were saying in the group chat that you be clowning on girls too much. And I was like, they don't know me, <laughs> but also, I don't want to date any of them. They wasn't really my style, but shout out to y'all. Yeah, some of the attention that comes with some of the stuff. It gets a little, like, yeah. I enjoy dad jokes. You feel me? And you was the, getting your shit off. Through the pandemic, you know, first it started, you know, just posting dad jokes and then doing the videos and the TikToks of it. And it's really fun. But I started to feel like Shiggy or somebody. Mm, you know like you saying? trying. Yeah. No, like I don't want to be known as the TikTok nigga or the the dad joke nigga or the. Well, you know what it is? I don't like for people to expect me to do something. Don't like when you see me. Like, I've had people say these words to me. Tell me a joke. Like, I've had people say, and I'm like, Your mama. Oh, this joke in the book. Like, what is you even saying to me right now? But it's like, it becomes the expectation when people think that's who you are. It's like, no, that's not who I am. It's just something that I do that I enjoy. And now you've kind of taken it and tried to make my thing your own. Like, how you expecting me to do my thing when you want me to? That's crazy. But people expect you to be on demand. To Lord AK Homeboy point When the fucking music dropped Hey let's turn this party up right now and Like nigga ain't you a rapper Bro Get off my dick Nigga Rap your own shit Ain't we at a Def Jam event It's mad rappers here Play some of they shit I'm having a conversation I'm doing one of the few normal things A nigga like me can do Why the fuck is there rapping at this party <laughs> Yo bro Turn to me It was a DJ in the corner nigga I don't need a live performance from nobody. Fuck am I? Uh, Bobby Smurder? And all he did was get up and lip sync. It ain't like he had a microphone and shit. That nigga just stood there doing this and then went upstairs, bro. It's an indictment of that culture of music. Now, I'm not the giant Cuddy fan. Okay. Um... I'm not a giant Ride Wave fan or all these emo niggas. What's my man, unfortunately, who passed on some drug shit, but... um, uh, uh, from Chicago, yeah, he can, um, really good producer too. He uh, can really rap on some freestyle shit. Damn, what is dog name? That's fucked up. Ah, uh, he swallowed the shit off the on the plane and shit. Yeah, some world. Uh, no, Juice World, Juice World, Juice World. Yeah, like there's a certain uh, um these <laughs> Joe Button back in the day. Fast moody music, the drug. Depressed, like that culture thing, like fam. Yeah. Everybody in that and around it, yeah. This shit is dangerous. It is, like it's really dangerous. Like Rod Wave, I don't like him specifically because you make the I want to harm myself music. Mm-hmm. All right, if that's what you, if that's what you feel like or whatever, whatever. But then you, at your show, you fake commit suicide by jumping off the uh off a building and shit. Oh, he do that. Yeah, he had a, he got a, he had a little there. building set up, and he like jumped off the gate and like dumped to like oh now you like this a thing now that's wild like that's how, wild 
Yeah, I don't like that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, I, it's too much. It's too much at stake. Because here's the other part, right? Um, some artists rap about that sort of shit because that's really the life they live, and that's really how they was feeling, right? Some artists rap about that shit because it's popping, and that's the thing to do, right? Like, yo, there's an audience in anxiety. There's an audience in depression and talking about suicidal thoughts and all that. Oh, shit. Yo, if your whole whole content is based off somebody else's content that's not reviewing, look at that. He he got a fake balcony set up at his joint. Yeah. And then he just falls, and it's like some cushions and everything to to, to brace his So early on in this shit, people really thinking he hurting himself. Or like, and it's like this year, this yeah. couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, no, but I like people who weren't familiar with this at his show, right? Might not know what the fuck he on. You know oh, what I'm he saying? He helped me through this. He helped me through that bullshit. Why uh, is like rapping about being depressed? How do that help other motherfuckers? Like, because we apparently relate? Kid Cudi helped a lot of people. I didn't know the the. Oh the, yeah, Kid Cudi influence is crazy. And who it's knew? Crazy. Um. I saw a video today. Um, Rich Paul, I need you to stop going on podcasts. By the way, like he's turned into like a personality. Have you noticed? He's been it's the Adele um, effect. Oh shit! But he was basically saying they and he was him. Yeah. And uh, what's them two white kids that everybody hate? That box. Oh, uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. The, the Paul brothers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was on Jake Paul podcast, and he was like, "Yo." Why do why don't Cleveland embrace Cuddy? Or no, why doesn't Kid Cuddy embrace Cleveland? And then he mm. was like, and Rich Paul was like, I don't know that Cleveland embrace Kid Cuddy. Yeah. He was like, I don't know. Like you ever I had never seen him here. Like where neighbor did he grow up in? You know this whole yeah. this whole whatever, whatever. I'm like, Yo. Which is wild though, cause Kitty be all I've ever heard that nigga Kid Cuddy say is Cleveland, fucking Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Uh, like the first for sure. Nigga love Cleveland, yeah. But like I I just I, I don't like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's wild too though. Like with the especially the for whole Rich Paul emo rap. Yeah, Rich Paul, you have way more important shit to do, and you have way too much money. Like that's a small combo. You don't need to be having no shit like that. But uh, with the emo rap shit, I think it's a fine line between like to your point about that Rod Wave shit. I didn't know he was doing that at the concert. I've heard about that. I've heard two songs by Rod Wave. I ain't like either one of them enough to listen to more. But I've heard and seen the memes and all that talk about how he raps and what he raps about. I just hear it on the radio. Um, but faking suicide at your show—it's whack as fuck. Though. That's it's that's the type of shit that makes me think okay this ain't really what you do this ain't really how you are you using this as a marketing point that's you know whack as fuck you advertising your music by this shit and then think about the people like so for an example i would hope they treat their fans or look at their fans how i look at supporters of the podcast right like i look at it like yo these people fuck with us it's like an extended fan. We didn't say that shit a million 100%, times and shit, right? Yeah. Like, why would you, why would you lead them down a path of, like, you care about these kids who who sing your songs and write you letters and and yeah. do all the other shit. Like, and, don't play that. And be like, game, yo, I'm being depressed. So why would you sit up there and jump off a fucking fake ass bridge? Like, come on, man, yeah, you j- jumping off the fake building and killing yourself on stage. We're not playing that game. That's weak. Also, That's weak. I. 
this is not where I meant this to go, but this is going here anyway. Y'all worshiping these rappers. Mm. What they like, know about what they know about idols. This is an actual worship mm. where y'all are congregated in a y'all are in a congregation at an altar, at a pulpit, the stage, and y'all shooting y'all energy up to the stage, yeah. and he is reenacting a death. He's killing himself, and y'all to song. And everybody is screaming and yelling and like, fam, that is worship. And you know, it's funny. It go back to, I don't remember what pod we was talking about, um, where we was just talking about in general, like rap music being the devil's music and Kanye um, having his conversation, talking about 808s and the drum patterns and how this shit, like frequencies, it's, it's all, all this shit is wrapped up. So when, when he's doing that with the song on in the background and the drums going, Y'all always talking about rituals and shit when a rich person commit a crime. It's a sacrifice. And now y'all don't know you you and your kids is listening to that type shit, bro. Hate to do it to my mans on his birthday, pause, but like today, December 4th, right? Facts, ho. Right. And there's a classic video of, was was they in Glasgow? Somewhere overseas and shit, but I mean, it happens Mm -hmm. every time where it's an entire stadium of people. With their hands in the sky yeah. and, a, and a, doing the rock, shooting that energy at him and all, everybody chanting, "Hova, Hova!" Oh, he's standing mm-hmm. there. He's standing in the middle of the stage. Thousands upon th- tens of thousands of people are there, yeah. quoting the actual name of the Lord yeah. <laughs> and giving energy. Like, fam, that's worship. Yeah. When you think about how we act to some of these artists and everything, Jehovah Jireh, like. It's 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 worship. Like it is what yeah. it is. No, it's I, I feel like as you get older, um the conflict that you could start to have, even if it's just a personal or internal conflict that you could start to have with uh the sort of stuff that we've been like almost groomed to enjoy. Mm. Um music, movies. We started uh, enjoying it before we understood it facts and we remembered it and memorized it and internalized it before we understood it. Right. Mm -hmm. I I say this all the time at 10 years old, me walking to school by myself saying it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Mm -hmm. And like before she opened up her gap, I had no idea what the fuck that meant. Context clues. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, at 10 years old, no, I was not having sex. There wasn't no homies, but, like, I was, I had internalized that shit and didn't even yeah. know it. Bruh, at whatever years old I was, I'm about to try to see if, uh, if I was even 10. Um, when did Creeping on a Come Up come 91, out? 91, 93. In between 91 and 94. 94. Okay. 94. So, 10 exactly when I'm at the crib talking about Ouija, are you with me? Harmonize. Murder moment. Dear Mr. Ouija, I want to know my future. Will I die a murder? Like, I'm singing this loudly in the crib, like chants. In groups. And, like, how else would you invite um, a spirit? Or that energy inside Into like, your life At yeah. that age I'm I'm 12 at that age yeah. I'm heavy in the church Like what's wild is Niggas was scared Not me Cause I ain't pussy But niggas was scared to say Candyman or Bloody Mary Or any of that in the fucking mirror But then would sing these type of songs Over and over repetitively And it was like Bro you're welcoming that energy Into your life But you didn't know And think about the energy That was That adults And parents Rightfully so, would hear that and say, "Yo, these niggas thugs." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we don't want this music in our with our children. And if just how 
I hate that I gotta equate this shit, but I'm gonna do it because fuck you. Um, just how some people don't want their children taught this gender shit that they be teaching. Yeah. And all other stuff like we don't want that to our kids and everything, and people understand that quite clearly, right? Yeah. They just that was the same way with rap music. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that I thought KRS Run was trying to destroy the kids. Thought we had a song called Thirteen and, and Young or something. Right. But it's it's difficult. It I, is. I I just understand it better now. And here's the thing, right? As a parent, you're in the position that me and you are speaking about this shit from now, where we know better. So it ain't necessarily I'm trying to parent you or whatever. Like I'm actually trying to like protect you from something I know you don't know is out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something I know you aren't aware of. Now, uh, Jordan made a, a reference to something. I just want to. I just want to make sure that we are all on the same page. And I understand where I'm gonna get some pushback on this. Okay. Can you tell me? the difference between Raina Rain and Sexy Red besides one is black and one is white? Because I can arguably say one is completely worse. Oh, man. You already know. Y'all y'all are very well aware now, of my feelings on we Sexy don't wanna, Red. We, we be preaching to the yeah. choir if, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because if this is me and Jay talking, we on the same page. But, like, um, everything that Raina Rain represents yeah. The 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 yo my uncle was a crack all that uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh. You mean to tell me everybody would be perfectly fine if she if, was black. if she was black? She was black. That was the same statements that we was like, oh, it's cringy and everything. Yeah. If she was black, yeah. we would be a hundred percent fine with all that. But you know what's funny? And by funny, I mean uh, terribly ironic. Is not only would people be fine with it, the reason they would be fine with it she is exactly what makes self. it that's exactly what makes it fucking bad is that if she was black y'all would believe it <laughs> yo last, last week i just forgot what we were talking about last week when you said niggas fuck with that culture episode and yeah. once i record this shit is 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 dead to me yeah yeah no <laughs> but, until i go back and listen i don't remember i said that shit but the whole the, uh he's telling it <laughs> man yo that's the yo. that's the she been her authentic self fam I got into a He's Talented debate earlier today. Y'all got to stop talking to me about Chris Brown. Like, my feelings are my feelings, dog. He don't have a classic album. Sue me, my niggas. But he's talented. I guess it depends on classic to who. Because <laughs> Not to me. I, yeah. I get that. But yeah. He was younger than us when he came out. Yeah. So the, the, the teenage girls he was singing to, they probably like, nigga, that shit was the best ever. But apparently. Was, I was never chris brown audience when he was coming up apparently the 39 and 40 year old niggas who love him that was they shit too because anytime i say what was your favorite album they always say yo his first one a classic i'm like nigga you really you would right now as a 40 year old man turn on that album where that little boy sound like a little boy you and jewels okay you go have fun uh with your man on the flow and if he ain't, let me know, nigga. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> fucking running ass niggas but anyway uh no, so to the point about Sexy Red and Rain and Rain, not only are they the exact same thing, the only thing that differentiates them isn't one being black and one being white. It's the fact that y'all would believe the black one, which is so fucking sad, my nigga. Like, why would y'all believe Sexy Red? Sexy Red right now, them tattoos could be fake. Them cold sores could be fake. That All that shit could be you fake. The gang some, shit. You know she got some lip gloss? And she got some products. You know what they call it? What? One is called Nut. 
Okay. One is called. So they uh, put nut on their mouth. One of them is called gonorrhea. Okay. And one of them is called like, and uh, one of them the color is like green, like discharge or some shit. Oh, and geez. she like these are the three things that she has, right? Yeah. Uh, she has a video with her pregnant inside of a jail. Yeah. Saying free my nigga, free my yeah. baby. That's daddy. her latest single. Um. Like, come on, man. But what's funny, to that point, flip that to Raina Rain, right? If Raina Rain's latest single was Free My Baby Dad, y'all literally would be boycotting outside of fucking whatever label she was signed to right now. Talking about how fucking embarrassing that shit is and how much of a caricature y'all have this white girl playing. Well, why y'all can't? Why? Because she's black. Now y'all like, yo, I just want to see her win. I just want to. Yo, you think I don't want to see somebody like Sexy Red who come from the hood in St. Louis make it out and get some money and take care of her family? I'll be honest with you. But I don't want to see her do it like that. If she is strange, I don't give a fuck if you win or not. Like, we got to stop acting like we care about these strangers like that. When they don't. We don't care. But you know what, though? Um... We as a culture, and we I've talked about this shit millions of times. Um, we are celebrity obsessed. We are obsessed with cele- what. And when I say obsessed with celebrity, I don't even mean motherfuckers as celebrities. My mama don't know who sexy red is. I always say if my mama don't know you, you ain't famous for real. Um, but all you need is a little popularity, just a little, and it goes a long fucking way in this day and age, bro. All you gotta do. It look like you could possibly one day become popular. Mm. Mm. Then I can be. Then I'm I'm grandfathered in. Yep. And when you popular and yeah. when you rich and famous, I know you and we friends. Because to that point, I honestly one thing they haven't really fucking explored yet, but I think it's gonna come out when some of these connections don't connect. I don't think Francois is as fucking up there on the ladder as he's trying to. Yo, I'm in a better position than y'all. I'm in a position, to your point, that I can make it look like I got... I look like I'm popular. I look like I'm a part of this industry. People know my name when I walk in these rooms. far as y'all know, I just moved up above an intern. Y'all don't fucking know. But if I can get in these rooms and niggas know my name, they know my fucking hair, yo, I can make it seem like I'm that nigga. But in reality, I don't know that he having the convos he telling them he having. He could, I mean... Could or couldn't, I don't know. Because he... Some of the shit he was saying was real. Facts. Like, listen, I get all that, but y'all on a tour right now. Yeah. And that tour, wouldn't y'all wouldn't be on, even if y'all are unhappy about your accommodation, your accommodations, you're on a tour because of Rain and Rain. Yeah. Now, y'all don't like her. A lot of people may not like her. Somehow, this fucking arenas is full. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, she only opened it up. They full for Lord AK. And you. I'm glad you said that exactly how you said that. Because I go back to the convo Lord AK was having with Shauna when she told him Francois was helping him out and whoop, whoop, whoop. And that nigga Lord AK straight up said, like, yo, that nigga is relentless. Like, not that, yo, he got rain and rain so hot that I needed her on my have tour. You, have you ever heard niggas talk about DJ Khaled? Man. Man, a motherfucker from old DJ yeah. Khaled. Yeah, I mean current like DJ, DJ Khaled. But they, but so, it's been that way. Yeah, when DJ Khaled wants you for a verse, he not gonna let you yeah. forget. Relentless. Yo, you got that verse for me? Tuesday two o'clock. Yeah. Tuesday two thirty. Y'all just want to. I want you. To remind, I want to remind you about that verse. Yeah. Like he relentless with that shit, right? Some and sometimes that's all you actually have to be. Facts, you know, and I'm 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 pretty sure there's plenty of people 
who were relentless and just happened to be connected with the right talent. Yeah. And it's like, it's cost benefit now. Like, yo, this nigga annoying, but he got J. Cole or yeah. he got yeah. such and such. And for a nigga like Lord AK, he probably looking at this shit like, I don't really give a fuck. I needed an opener. I had whoever is coming on between me and Rain and Rain opening. But you know what? We got enough time to fill the slot with whatever her hit song is and then the remix with Shauna and Mia. That's fine. But in reality, I'm looking at Francois like, yo, as much because we're going to get to his convo with Chastity in a minute. I'm going to pull that up because I want to play that straight out because he actually did bar her to death. Um, But as much as he had to say about her, and what his influence versus hers has been. So far, he still hasn't actually gotten anything. for. We ain't got a deal. We ain't recorded with nobody. We ain't made an EP. Because this shit is all preliminary. Right? And we haven't gotten any money. So It's preliminary. So the thing with Duke is you don't got the confidence in yourself. Facts. And it's, and it's, it's actually quite amazing because you're a pimp. Bro, she loses all of that when she get in these rooms. It's so funny that you you take advantage of people. You a con, you a confidence artist. Yeah, right. Literally. The kind con man is confidence artist. So you sell it. I'm so awful with the with the skill of confidence. I will allow you. I will with my skills and talent. Will make you have confidence inside of me to give me all the money. That you get when you have sex out here. Yeah. You get men, you know what they motivated by, and then you allow you are allowed in spaces that you have no business business being yep. because of what you can do. Yeah. I mean, you go back to the early episodes, right? Season one, where she literally was walking up on motherfuckers, and it didn't yeah, matter whether she knew him. Dog, uh, Timbaland at the one party. It didn't matter if I knew you or not. I was coming up and I was telling you who I was. But now in this room, and it's one hundred percent because of Francois, that little bit of intimidation she got from the shit that he said got her feeling like, yo, I don't belong. Like just do something. Man. And now if the do something is like, yo, yeah, we about to walk around and mingle. Like, so you at a motherfucking industry party, go mingle. Yeah. Y'all yeah. over there just standing around. No, nigga, actually go and mingle and go network because yeah. that's how it's gonna work. Like how y'all doing? My name is Duke. You ain't got to be dressed to fucking part. Yeah. Dress how the fuck you dress. Facts. I got that from Nipsey. Facts. And I never looked back ever since. Like, there was a very particular way I think I had to be when a, a particular meeting was. But, okay. like, listen, especially in the type of shit that I am, I'm, I'm, we into. Right. Yo, I'm the art. Facts. I'm the talent. Facts. My mind is my mind. I'm, I, I don't my have. My mind is the product. Yeah. You I don't have saying? to go. Look a particular way for you to have a conversation with me. Like for here's a, this a, this is a, something I fucking hate. I hate watching ESPN on a Monday morning. Okay, and everybody got on a fucking three piece suit to talk about niggas who never wear a suit. <laughs> like we talking about sports. Motherfuckers here. who wear jerseys. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I don't need you with a tuxedo. Yeah. To talk to me about sports and basketball and boxing yeah. and football. Because none of them niggas that you bring on your show, uh, like if one of the athletes are there or you got a, a clip, like none of them is in the suit. Why are mm -hmm. you in a suit? It's, it's Monday morning and you got a fucking tuxedo talking about the fight that happened on Saturday night. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I think that's a weird juxtaposition for me. But so it's, it's one of them things for me that started literally all the way back to elementary school. Um, 
So I've always been into hats. Like my entire life, I love fucking hats, right? Um, and in elementary school, I used to get my hats taken every day by a teacher or a principal or somebody because they would be like, you can't wear your hat in the building. You can't wear your hat in the classroom. You can't wear. And for me, nigga, I was a smart little kid. Very simple question. Why not? Because some were, somebody decided it was disrespectful. What is the disrespect? Right. Help me understand. So then I remember in uh in sixth grade at McDowell. I can't wear a hat, but you can wear a fucking wig. Well, check this out. At my elementary school, sixth grade, they started, niggas was getting into fights all the time. It was like one of them. So they started a conflict resolution group, right? And me, just being me, I joined that shit because I'm in everything extracurricular. And to identify yourself as a member of the conflict resolution team, they gave you a hat. And you got to wear your hat all day. And I'm like, so I could wear this all day, but if I flip this to a tiger's hat, I'm in trouble and I got detention. My mom got to come up here now. Now, in middle school, niggas start banging, and depending on if you had your hat to the left, cock to the right, right or left, facts. That was something. So if you if it's yo y'all can't wear hats in school because y'all niggas somehow just started gang banging. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and no hats today, and but and that makes the, sense. The yeah. general rule that if you have a hat on. Inside of a building that is disrespectful. I get it that you were taught that way and you was raised that way. Yeah. A lot of people this is not the this is not the same equivalence, but fuck it. Fuck it. A lot of people was raised with um with black people working their fucking fields. Come on. They just was like, yo, this it's always been this way. Yo. Like if you was if you if if right now, if you was raised and we had white folks as slaves. Mm-hmm. That's just how, how it's always been. Yeah. You would teach your kids to. It's like having a dog for a pet. Well, check this out. I'll 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 end that whole debate right now. A lot of y'all was raised not to do drugs. <laughs> oh oh, niggas is quiet on the pod now because it's like we know that motherfuckers went against everything that you was everything taught. they was taught about not doing fucking drugs. You niggas didn't listen to one commercial on Saturday morning, so. It's, it's one of them things, right, where I just feel like, in general, we get so tied down to the thought that we can't question authority. We can't question what's common. We can't question... Like, I remember, uh, this just a few weeks ago, shout out to my dog. Um, he hit me with a message and was just like, yo, I just want to say I really appreciate that you, are, you be in your corporate-ass environment in motherfucking sneakers with a beard with your twist which like you don't give a fuck and i'm like nigga my whole life i've worked hard now i work to be comfortable bro and that's i'll be honest man it's all i want right first time with well, the, the two things the reason i said nipsey i saw nipsey having a um a sit down with um the dude who owned bel-air oh yeah uh right him yep he, you know, in his regular shit, yeah, smoke a weed the whole nine yards. Then I seen Gary Vandertrek pull up to Nipsey in his studio. He in the same shit, yeah, got the same homies around. Like, you do realize I'm the product, yeah. We're gonna still have the same conversation, we're gonna talk about the great things that we have, but you do realize whether I got on some Jordans or a different type of leather sole and a, mm-hmm. and a rubber bottom because, like, the fact the difference between dress shoes and gym shoes. Fam, the shoe was leather with so a rubber bottle. <laughs> like, it's formed differently, so now you think you were better than me? Anywho. Hey, but, like, we're going to have the same conversation, exchange the, the same The difference shit. is the soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's a bar in that, <laughs> dog. It's a bar in that, bro. But, like, take me for who yeah. I am. There was, it was almost a... 
it was the same thing that we was like, nah, we we equals. Yeah. I know your skin white or yeah. mine darker, yeah. but like judge me by the color of my I mean the content of my character, not yeah, the color, not the of, my color of my skin. Yeah. Well, nigga, don't judge me by my J's. Well, you know what's fucked up? And this is why I would never fucking let me not say I love putting on a suit, nigga. I'm, I do want to say that get that twist. That don't mean that like you go into the upscale restaurant that's 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 sport coat only. Yeah, and you walk in with your uh, with a wife beater like Cause that's they rule, and you either go with they rule or don't go there. And sometimes but, it's some cultural shit. Like yeah. so, like yo over here, it's like it's like all right, boom. When you a motherfucker to, say no durag, no Tims, I know what y'all trying you, to keep out. You go to Chucks and Tucks. Yep. But you got on hard bottoms. Fam, the whole idea Yo, is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shout out to, to Chucks and Tucks. Um, shout out to the guys. Yo. Niggas don't even wear a tux or chucks to the shit. Nigga, it be men's warehouse and gym shoes. Come on, man. And then the one nigga who wear the hard bottoms talking about, nigga, I just want to do something different. Bro. You you in the white party with a red suit on? Oh, I hate right. that nigga. Right, I hate that, bro. We literally told you what to wear. Now, granted, yeah, me and your, me and my lady walking down the street, we starving all the time, blah uh-huh. blah. And this direct, we run up in a restaurant, we notice everybody in that bitch dressed up. Yeah, yo, we sitting down to eating. I didn't plan on <laughs> saying fuck y'all rules. Yeah, but like at the at the end of the day, I'm hungry. I have enough money. To, to eat in food Like I should be able to To come into your establishment I think we be so tied down On the rule yeah. That we We forget the The um The heart of the rule mm. You know what forget I'm saying Forget the soul of it man Real shit Um It's also something too Like At the end of the day These motherfuckers Don't care How you come in there Cause if you the product You the product Um If you I'm sure you probably seen it But if you haven't You ever seen that video Of Bobby Schmurter in them yes. offices, performing that's, for that's them why folks. I said when when Lord of K started, I'm like, who are yeah. you, Bobby Smurder? Performing for them folks. Literally, they got that man in there looking fucking goofy. On the table. On the table. Now, granted, what he was doing might have been an exaggeration, but this is what labels have artists do. You come in and you perform for the fucking staff, and you show them how you would do this shit. And it's so crazy. A group of college-educated degree folks gonna have you rap in front of them and they gonna judge if you can sell music to your own people come on but guess what they would have you doing that if you were signed to them whether you was wearing a suit or a motherfucking throwback jersey it don't matter because they know at the end of the day you the product you the product and they never gonna let you forget so as long as they don't let you forget you don't have to dress up for them niggas because they gonna treat you the same either fucking way bro um the fucked up part with with chastity is that actually liked what she was starting to do when she got to Googling folks. I like the innovation. I'm like, yo, Chastity, way to think on your feet, my nigga. Hustle in this bit. I thought she was gonna get her shit off. But then she just she kind of chastity did it, dog. She got a little too aggressive. So just relax and actually introduce yourself. Man, man, you walking up. I got these artists Shauna and me. Don't nobody know them, baby. I'll give you a perfect example. A lot of the things that I'm into now, yeah, and rooms I'm in, and opportunities that have been bestowed upon me, happen from not necessarily podcasting, okay, but just being in the podcasting space and in this podcast studio, yeah, all type of people running come in contact with me, yeah, 
you know, it's a network. And I, I, I converse with people, share interests or whatnot. And then when something comes up, people reach out to me and say, "Hey, yeah, such and such and such and such." It was never of uh, yo if. It's never, hey, can you please think of me later when this thing happened? Mm-hmm. But you literally just converse and network. Like, I don't know that people go to networking events and actually network. They go yeah. to network events to get on girls. Yeah. Or to get dudes and to drink and take pictures for the gram. Man, because like, I got to say I was there. Are you actually networking? No. I don't. First of all, part one of that, people don't know how to network. That's That's usually the problem. And that's the problem that Chastity ran into. You went in this room. You didn't have to aggressively walk up to nobody in there because everybody in there is supposed to be there. You know, it's also rule a networking event to interrupt somebody, two people talking. Facts. Having a conversation or Facts. whatever. Now, when I see y'all wrapping up or something, yeah. hey, how you doing? I know you're probably kind of busy. My yep. name is such and such. I manage a group called Sean and Mia. Mia. Yeah. They got a song going on. I don't need nothing from you, but if you come across your timeline, give it a listen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Do you got a card on you or whatever? Whatever the case may be. She had to play off top. Yo, I manage this group, Shauna and Mia. We actually uh, have a meeting set up with Tunji. Like she could have did something like that to legitimize herself in the moment without being so over aggressive that people was like, Nah, nah, nah. You, you, you damn near on some groupie shit now. Like, what you here for? I'm probably gonna be the less aggressive in the in the in the networking situation. Like, yeah. I'm more of a I'll catch you again later. Yeah. Right. So we have a little conversation, but then at the next event, yeah. when I bump into you, like, hey, what's up, man? My I remember son, you son. from the billboard. Now event. it's real. Yeah. You gotta recognize if one, you're not you're not going into this situation and think you're gonna win because you think this is gonna be the last time you're around these people. Yeah. I never think that this is the last time I'm gonna be around these people. Yeah. I just don't. I remember um being in Atlanta. I'm blanking on the album. It was a Jeezy album release party. And um, it was like, it wasn't like the big album release party that's at like a club or an yeah. event space. It was the one that's in the studio yeah. with Jeezy, right? So a little more intimate, maybe 40 people total in this entire studio, right? Um, it was a couple niggas in there kind of chastitying the moment a little bit, trying to get to Jeezy. Jeezy happened to be next to me and a couple of my dudes. Niggas was yayed up. We all had on woods and shit. That nigga literally turned around and was like. Y'all from Detroit. Bro, my man and them standing in front of him, like, they was, I don't know if they had music, but if they did, they would have performed it. That nigga ignored everything they said and turned around and was like, I could tell a Detroit nigga when I see one. Next thing you know, he like, flick it up with me. Like, it was the coolest. I still have the picture from the moment. And I'm like, geez, y'all was never in my life going to ask you for no picture, nigga. We just here to hit an album. Because my man, I had a connect from a network. What's funny, uh, speaking of networking, and I didn't utilize this network the way I probably could have, uh, but he was in this episode, the dude that Chastity walked up on, shout out to Dallas, shout out to Flint. Um, Dallas has done amazing things in the motherfucking industry uh, and has worked his way up. I met this nigga when he was early in his career because of my Flint friends who grew up with this nigga. Everybody from Flint knows everybody from Flint. At, that's a fact, dog. At any age, yeah. too. It's kind of wild. wild. Um, like, damn, nigga. Like, you 12. You know Dallas. Oh, uh, nigga, my auntie, cousin, sister. I'm like, oh, shit. But I remember meeting Flint. Dallas. A lot of supporters. Oh, Flint. we love Flint over here. Flint get mad love over here. And shout out to Flint. Uh, my first time going to Flint, my pops was uh, moving some work. 
And he took me with him because we ain't had no sitter. He was upset the whole ride to play. I've never gotten cussed out for just sitting there and being like, I was really in that nigga way. I'm six. <laughs> no, 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 no. Real shit. We was up there. Middle of the deal, I rolled the window down and asked, could I get an orange fago? Hey, yo. Bruh. You got some more of them, them uh, annihilators? Oh, I legit was like, <laughs> can we go get an orange <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the goofiest little kid in the world, dog. Um, yo, man, it's a nigga to tell that story from the other side too. Oh, I'll tell you, the niggas who it was the Dayton family. It was one of the brothers from the Dayton family. I'm sure he told that story on an album somewhere. Nigga. Shout out to the Dayton family. Yo. Back in our music days, back in my music company days, when we was going around the the record stores and putting, because um, you know, it used to be record stores. The facts, when niggas facts. To, when niggas moved Put your physicals. CDs in consignment. We used to run into the Dayton family all the time and shit, dog. Dog. Really cool dudes, man. Like, they actually told my dad where the store was to get me the orange pop because they knew that I was serious about this shit. Because I'm going to disrupt this whole deal. I call the police on any nigga out here. Yeah, I'm going to pop. I also legit thought the Dayton family was from Ohio. Oh, so <laughs> let me tell you what made that interesting. My sister's from Dayton. So I was like, wait, what? I ain't know what the fuck was happening, dog. Shout out to the Dayton family. Rest in peace, sis. Um, yo, man, let's uh let's let's talk about Chastity's convo with Francois for a minute, dog. Um He barred her to death. He did. It was uncomfortable to watch. It was so it was so funny is that as unlikable as he is, whenever he start talking to Chastity, I can't really argue with what he's saying. Oh, and neither could she, which is why when she when he was like, so what you got to say now? And she bucked up, and, and that nigga, nigga was like, it. yeah, nigga, shut the fuck up. Boy, that hurt. Let's like, get into it, dog. So, oh, y'all know why she mad or why he, well, yeah, why she's mad. Um, He had the meeting at the top of the on episode. On some damn dash shit. On some damn dash shit, nigga. You got to be damn dash in this situation. Hey. He moved quick. Who the fuck have him up meeting with Jay without me? Hey, don't do it. Don't do it. Y'all seen the video. Dame cussed every nigga out in that bitch. The niggas got him. Niggas pack. Yeah, get your shit and get the fuck out of here. Nigga, I don't work for y'all. Yo, yo. Steve Stout and Leo used to be looking at Dame like, shit, can't even get nothing in right now. All the heads of everything right yeah. now used to be in that room on some. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Getting chewed the fuck up. Because, like, in real life, how you having a fucking marketing meeting with me? I mean, without, without me, me about my, my artist. I do not work for Dev Jam. And here's the point about Francois that leaves me a little like I just don't know exactly what he's doing. Because they haven't even signed to him on nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, so my my my... Statement him is like, listen, the next time you have a meeting with my artist without me, I'm going to sue you for treacherous. I forget what the term is. Treacherous something tactics or business something. something yeah, like. But there's yeah. like, you can't do that. Nah, we, we not. Because off top, you poaching. You know what I'm saying? You, you poaching my artist. But this is where that street shit kind of. Chastity, you need to make sure they know that you need to be involved in these type of meetings, right? Because what he told her was, hey, nigga, I'm going to make sure they know that they don't need you. And it's like, no, nigga, you need to make sure they know that they do need you, motherfucker. Get they back. Don't just get a hotel room. Get the, But you thought, oh, we ain't had no money. We couldn't eat. We were staying in a shitty room. You responded to the obvious shit. 
this nigga, uh, Francois, is still kind of going a little bit deeper than than you are with this shit, dog. So let's get into it. The contact at the label Uh-oh. for the meeting. Hold up. I got the girls a tour. <laughs> Ain't no conversations be had with my artists, and I'm not there. I'm the one that's been helping them with their career, and I ain't going nowhere. So you're going to have to show me some respect. <laughs> Let me put something into perspective for you really quick, and I'm a number so you can follow. One, I got the girls a tour. Two, the song that's giving them all these looks right now, me. Three, the contact at the label for the meeting. Tonight, me. Four, I'm getting them a session with Party to make a song that generates interest in the EP that I will produce and arrange. That's me, 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, what the fuck are you asking me to respect you for? I just feel like... I feel like a broken record at this point, but they don't need you. And if this meeting goes good, I'm gonna make sure they know that. Don't worry. You could stay in your lane and somehow keep convincing them to let you along for the ride. The choice is yours. So what do you want? <laughs> we know. Um- like he constantly leaving her with egg on her face, dog. Uh, treacherous or torturous interference um, is a law claiming for damages against a defendant who wrongfully interferes with the plaintiff's plaintiff's contractual or such and such observation, but treacherous interference. You can't do that. Yes, you yeah. are in, you are wrongfully interfering with my contractual or business relationships. My G, you will get sued. It yes. is what it is. And you got enough money to make it look fly, but nigga, you ain't got no lawsuit money. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Um, the and wild I, part and is I'm, me being a pimp. I got so many people who I didn't sold hoes to. That's judges and lawyers. Oh, I got my shit together. You got to do something. She don't go into her pimp energy around that nigga though. She immediately makes herself small around him. Again, she go into rooms where he at. And she goes into these larger rooms where all these other executives at, and she starts telling herself she don't belong in that motherfucker. That's problem number one, bro. I do see by the end of the season, she's going to boss up, and we all going to feel good about it. I can't wait. Because I actually like her character, dog. Yeah, now. I yeah, did. yeah, facts. <laughs> Initially, well, here's the other part, too, right? Um, not only does she make herself small in these larger rooms or around these larger people, um, or more established people, rather, but she also, you came into this trying, this was a money play for you. This was an opportunity for you to become more of a name, right? And shit, to use your hoes in the networking events and get some more fucking clients. Like, I want Shana to be like, I can't think of dog name, Uncle Marvin when he was on... Um um, oh, on a uh, uh, ballers. ballers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was like the homeboy overstepping his bound, but he was always there though. But di- yeah, but, but he also ended up learning the game for real. Yeah, like yeah. I was bullshitting before, and the rock used to call him on it, and people used to call him on. No, what's the other dude used to call him on it? But he got better. Oh, the ball head dude. Yeah, 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 yeah the other partner. Yeah, 
he got better and like one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And was like a real person. Yeah, he became management material yeah. out that month. And that's the thing with with Chastity. It's like figure out. All right, you they manager. Y'all established that well before any of this. Do but figure out exactly what they need you to do for them, dog. Also. Managers one managers get paid facts two. Do you know what a manager does? No, she don't. Because the ma- the type of manager that breaks an artist and the type of manager that comes in and manages artists, they might as well be two different jobs. They shouldn't yeah. even call them both managers because yeah. no, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, one of them is damn near a promoter. Yeah, and like that's not that's not the same yeah. management as. Yo, here's my artist. Here's her thing. As the, Wale leaving his folks and then going over to um, Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. Yeah. But, like, to that point, though, that's kind of her and Francois, which is why I'm like, yo, establish yourself more because y'all can both coexist in this bitch. And y'all can both figure. Right now, neither one of y'all have figured out a way for Shauna and Mia to get money. Because Shauna, you going to fuck around, and that's not a bad thing. You're going to be the road manager. Yeah. And that's yeah. not a bad thing. No, nah, not at all. That's not the same type of person who's going to go ink the deal with Sony, yeah. ink the deal with Pepsi. Yeah. Like, your manager or, does things like that and helps manage your career and put you, you know what, this is a, this is a bad look. We need to get you guys away from Francois. Yeah. Because Francois said the J-E-W word. And yeah. Like, if you want to be that type of manager, you got to learn this shit. And you ain't taking that time, dog. You trying to figure out... Shit on the fly. How y'all can make some money on the fly? How you can steal some on the fly? Like forty-eight bro. laws of power. Rule number one: Never outshine the master. Come you on. need to, even if you think you got more game than Francois, you go to Francois, hat in hand, yeah. acting like you need him to show you the game. You feel me? And then when you are in a position, then you strike and you make Francois look stupid. You kill and you crush your enemy totally. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. But like. But you don't want to learn it, though. You keep being offended by everything instead of actually taking in the shit that he's doing. Because, again, both of y'all do the same shit. Both of y'all just talk fast and y'all slick. You do it with the women over on some pimp shit, but he doing it with these label people and these... Again, the nigga Lord AK said, hey, man, that nigga is fucking intense, bro. He he do a lot, but he got it's, rain and rain on the tour, though. It's interesting for Shauna and Mia. Y'all saw how Lord AK treated him. Mm. Y'all dipped off of him because y'all know he annoying. Don't nobody like him. Yeah. The next day, you niggas get some food, and I promise you, a meeting with Def Jam, and everything is all good. Now y'all apologizing to Raina. That's why I said at the top of the pod, I think they would believe any motherfucking thing that comes out of his mouth, dog. Because they right now, Francois has done a great job at feeding them just enough, and I mean that figuratively. Feeding them just enough that they come back begging for more. You know what I'm saying? Like they, I, I gave you just enough. Now you at the door panting. You know what I'm saying? You you sitting around waiting on the next thing because I really ain't give you shit. And that's why I don't necessarily know that I believe him because when I look at the grand, he really hasn't given them shit. Y'all ain't signed. Y'all ain't recorded shit. Y'all aren't being paid. And y'all are a part of the remix for the opener of the tour. Y'all ain't the openers for the opener. Y'all can't even perform y'all own music. Y'all got two other songs that he would not let y'all perform. Because right now, he's really focused on making Raina Rain the star. But y'all are her. Y'all legitimize Raina Rain. That's what y'all do. Yeah, get y'all some buzz, cool. But y'all make her shit a little more legitimate. So I got to bring y'all on under her 
and make both of y'all feel like y'all need each other when in fact, Raina really just needed y'all. Francois ain't did shit yet that shows that y'all need him, but they don't realize it because he throw around names like Party, uh, Partisan Fontaine and, and Def Jam and Tunji, and next thing you know, they hype as fuck. That nigga wouldn't even let them eat, bro. So think about this. I set up a session for to party to write with y'all. Shauna, how you feel about that? Come on. Come I write on. my own raps, nigga. I write her raps too. Yeah. No, somebody need to help me at all. Well, when she <laughs> was ad living, like she freestyled like fucking uh, Me and said bitch. Absol. Oh not Absol. Uh AR Ab homeboys. Uh 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 yeah. <laughs> when he was on yeah. sway. That nigga said uh 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 Dog. Yeah, man. When AR Ab getting out? Never. <laughs> that nigga is. Most, he got like thirty. Damn it, AR Ab. I like that nigga too. He was like, "This is Drake fought." No, one thousand percent. Drake did it to him, dog. Them folks did not know. Oh man. Hey, um, let's let's talk about our girl Mia, man. We we gotta make sure. Yo, what's she on, bro? First of all, uh. Oh shit! What's up, Jordan? Great voice note. Facts. Facts. Um, I didn't. I never thought about Mia becoming her mama. That shit never crossed my mind. Mm. Her mama be switching niggas out. Switching always niggas be out, drunk. You know, yep. like she yep. is. It, I I never made that connection. But you said that shit, and you know what? Well, here's now the thing, I agree yo. with you. Jordan's a mama. So she know mamas, me and you not parents, so we wouldn't have caught that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jordan, that was a fucking bar. But I didn't definitely see uh, my family members, my close loved ones become their mama. Facts. I didn't see motherfuckers become their daddies. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey. I am him. (laughs) (laughs) He is I. I am him. But Mia, um, Mia is one of them people that's constantly in search of. You know what I'm saying? But not like in search of knowledge. Like you looking for fame, popularity, something like you don't know what you want, but you just want something. And when you do that, when you move through the streets like that, you can end up hurting a lot of motherfuckers that that are trying to give you what you just said you wanted, right? You wanted Lamont to be a more present father. You wanted him to be more supportive. You wanted him to be more of a man to you and your daughter, right? And now he's actually like really trying to give you that. But it ain't enough for you no more Because now you want some cheese And you want some this And you want the notoriety And the attention So a nigga like Cash Is gonna be the nigga You get it from But then That nigga give you that And now that ain't enough for you So now you getting this Fucking like Low key kind of genuine Dope connection With the Courtney dude But now that ain't gonna be Enough for you dog Niggas made an invisibility cloak My nigga Oh we up we up China Watch watch the next pod <laughs> It's just gonna be it's gonna Two chairs in this motherfucker That's fucking crazy though. Yeah that's wild and I feel like they late though Like they well, probably had that shit Ten days ago Ten years ago Well they do it that's, oh, Look at this That's nigga. fucking crazy <laughs> They do got the jackets That are Yeah Stuff like that But it, it's not this good yeah. yeah It's not this good That's crazy dog Motherfuckers is really not there Look at dog Sorry, folks. This, we, 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 look at this nigga. Yo, get he, the fuck out of here, dog. Yo, he fucked up, though. Oh, that's crazy. 
Yeah, watch the watch when you see a screen coming across. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck are you supposed to do with this shit, dog? Oh, these like, niggas against going to shit. war. Niggas be talking about they ready to go to war. Yeah. No, we not. Niggas no, got these, invi- these niggas is going to war. No, they got legitimate anyway. I'm sorry. Um, so Mia is uh Should throw that bitch on Lord AK. Dennis on fire. Now we done burnt the invisible cloak. Um, Mia is throwing that pussy around crazy. But where I'ma start is how she played that nigga Lamont. Yo, don't spin me, yo. Don't spin me. Like if me me and you got a whole life at home together. Do not play me like she played Lamont, dog. That was the spin a Rooney. And he knew it, but it wasn't shit he could do about it. He just wasted money on a fucking ticket to LA. Like, bruh, I this could be money for our daughter while you out here playing. Cause ain't neither one of us got no cheese like that. So while you bullshitting, nigga, keep it a buck with me, yo. I want you to come out here. Man, I bet I'm gonna come. What's doing that uh, he doing the beats for? Courtney. Courtney. Courtney is not fucking with you no more. Oh, Courtney, too. Cause like you messy. You doing a lot, bro. I'm fucking cash chaser. I'm no like on the Courtney side. Like, well, damn, nigga, I just fucked the producer. I'm about to do a beat with baby yeah. mama. And then now you fucking with another rap yeah. nigga. Is. I'm like, and you fuck with me? Like, damn, three like, niggas? Like, I asked you about uh, Lamont because I knew that was your kid father. I ain't even know I had to ask you about Cash Chaser. And then you could see the little Cash Chaser ain't even like Laura AK song. He was hating him and his crew was, yo, they need to put on some of that cat. Like, damn, nigga, we had a party. Y'all wasn't hating on uh, Nina Sky when that was playing or whatever the fuck. Uh, Coyle Ray, that was playing. Y'all ain't hate on that. That motherfucking Lord AK came on and the whole crew got a little upset. Then he got further mad when Mia was bouncing to the shit. He like, yo, he got control issues, dog. Why Mia letting him hold him like that? Man. Like, like he didn't answer none of your texts. None. Posted that pic. And then he sent you a dress and now you all on All is forgiven. All is forgiven. Now you all on dick. Bro, all was forgiven. Yo, even the way when when her and Courtney was first moving through the party and he kind of pushed up on her a little bit and she was like, ooh, you all in public with it? But then when that nigga Cash came in, jumped right on her ass, nigga, and she was with all the smoke, was over there in his little section and shit. Yo, somebody tapped in and wanted to comment on what we was talking about. We was holding me last week. I'm holding okay. her again this week. Okay. But she said... That Mia said she paid her rent up for six months. She did thirty thousand dollars. She paid the. I I did rewatch the early episode. She said she paid five thousand dollars a month. Well, she paid the rent up and she paid her daughter's school up. That's what she said. Then was the two things she did because she had told Lamont that, uh, or no, she had told her girls that uh, before they left to go on tour. So she did use the money halfway responsibly. Which I can respect and I can appreciate, especially paying up your daughter's school. You ain't got to worry about shit. I can appreciate that. Um, salute to to whoever said that because I definitely want to give credit where it's due. She did what she needed to do with that 30 bands. But now, she ain't do what she needed to do with that pussy, dog. Because she is giving that motherfucker up, up. Um, Cash sent her address and the pussy was already his. All he had to do was not fuck it up. Now... He came through on some mad, Man, disrespectful shit. I'm going to say she got flewed out and got smashed on on a Thursday. Okay. Friday morning, you was on the a, on a bus in that dirty-ass hotel room. Factual. 
Saturday night, you fucking somebody else. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. No, it was up. It was up. It's up for that pussy. You know what I'm saying? And if it's up, then it's stuck. And that motherfucker was, dog, she's sitting there on that couch with cash. She gets to dance. And it stinks. Facts. Because when you bathe, what hotel room did you bathe in? She ain't bathed till that blue dress came. Then it was, that was the first bath in days, nigga. About to catch another flight. <laughs> About to catch another. <laughs> About to catch another stud. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how, how I wanted to yo, bring it in. Um, this nigga asked Cash, yo, why you post that picture of me? She was trying to have a real, like, genuine moment with this nigga. I thought he was about to be like, yo, I was just upset. It's like, that nigga said, because I wanted to. You ain't like that? Nigga. Well, listen, yo, sir. Once I lose respect for you, I've never re-respected somebody. Man. I've, I've put up with you again. About to catch another flight. But, like, nigga, what? i tell you this, ladies. You... Are perfect in a man's eyes. Yeah. Until you fuck up, man. And you can never go back to being perfect. You can't you unfuck. May, you may go back to ninety five percent. You know what I'm saying? But you never gonna be a hundred percent again. Yeah. Never. Yeah. You you can't. That nigga look at you like he look like a, your mama can't do no wrong. Most people. And then you you see what he called her when he caught her coming out the bathroom with Courtney. A using ass bitch. Because from the beginning, he told you, I don't like being used, right? So when I told you that my ex who I broke up with was using me and I ain't like that shit. But then I was like, I like you because you got your own shit. But then I seen you address you on my dick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We back cool. What type of nigga go look for her in the party? Because <laughs> he looked for her. Oh, yeah. Well, he saw her walk off with that nigga. So now I'm all around the event. That's the third. But this is my other thing, too. He seemed like he would be a cooler nigga than that. Like, cooler as in more chill. Like, when she came back on some, like, so where was you? And then when she stumbled and fumbled like she did with Lamont, when he asked why I can't come to L.A. and she gave that bullshit response, Cash seemed like a nigga that would call her out then. But, no, nah, that nigga's walking all around the venue. Like, caught her coming right around the corner holding hands. Like, nigga, you Woo! just met her and smashed one time. I don't have that much. I don't have that. Feeling for you, yeah. Like that's a feeling of like that's your girl, yeah. Where the fuck yeah. this bitch at? But and using I, that word in the negative yeah, yeah, manner because yeah. you'll be like, yo, where the fuck? Do-? I will say though, fucking another nigga in a dress that I bought you to wear tonight, cold blooded. Woo! Yes, I didn't think about that. Cold blooded. You fucked the nigga in a dress I bought you to fuck you in. Come on now. Now, Come if, I'm, on now. if I'm Courtney, how much respect for you am I going to have? Well, Courtney, so this is the fucked up about Courtney. From the convo at the at the first event to the studio to his hotel room when they didn't end up seemed fucking. He like a stand regular guy. He seemed like a regular nigga, but more importantly, the two of them, he seemed like the type of industry nigga she could actually be with, right? Cash seemed like the nigga she feel like she should be with. But he a little too much, dog. Flashy type nigga. Courtney seemed, to your point, normal. Like, dog, hey, we didn't fuck that night. We stayed up all night and talked. She wasn't ever doing that with Cash. Cash wasn't talking to you all night. Y'all was going to fuck because that's the energy he giving you. Courtney was actually trying to like you. Danny fucked you in the bathroom on some raw shit. Got to go see your PCP. Um, <laughs> Got to see that personal care provider, see what's going on with the cooch. But... Now Courtney ain't gonna respect you. 
Cause dog, you was fucking with cash. Why you ain't dog? At some point, why you ain't tell me none of this shit? Like when I asked you about your baby dad, tell me, hey man, that nigga might be coming out to LA. Like dog, it's a way to be honest with a motherfucker. You can be honest with cash. Like look, he the heads up, man. I used to deal with cash. We kind of ended on bad terms. He Boom. had this party tonight. Boom. I don't think he know that. I'm not fucking with him no more. I ain't talked to him since then. The nigga, now, she can't be like, the nigga sent me to dress somewhere, but I haven't talked to that motherfucker since we ended on bad terms. I really don't know where shit stand, but I kind of like you, so I wanted to tell you that, because I know we both probably going to be here. She seems smarter than this. She running dumb on these niggas. Because, like, why would you trust him after he hold you? Hold you tough. Then not only hold you, hold you unapologetically. It Yo, bro, like why you her, post that pic of me? And her girls seem like they would have come like, you know, you got to watch out because the nigga might try to play you in public. Yeah, but like, yeah. you, you done got, oh, man. And luckily, Lord AK set himself on fire because if it wasn't for that. Rap beef. Rap beef to the motherfucker. Um, real quick, I seen a narrative online, and I just wanted to address it so people can't say we didn't mention it. Um, people were saying, yo, like, because of Shauna's comment to Lord AK's homeboy, Gat, like, damn, if you in love with that nigga, just say that. Nigga was like, yo, was they, like, low-key gay? And that's why that nigga couldn't get hard because he really like his men. Like, they kicking it. Yo, y'all jumping to the wildest of conclusions. I seen it. They were saying it online. Um, and then because Shauna said, yo, if you in love with him, they ran with it. I think she was being facetious. Because... I mean, but I do listen, think his man was doing too much, though. Especially as as a black woman, your first um, way to attack a man is to call him gay. Oh well, yeah, no, nah, they love that. <laughs> so, nah, I'm not surprised that the writers wrote that in. Hey, but then like they gay best friend be like they best friend in the world, but they also then weaponize being a gay black man. They it's insult crazy. you with it, but then you yeah. hang around with them all day. Yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. Because that's how you really feel. <laughs> like, I, you really I, feel that about him. I feel like y'all gay best friends shouldn't be y'all friends no more. Yeah. Because y'all be, y'all be doing them, like, wrong. Having a gay best friend is like having that, like, the white people having one black friend. Oh, man. man. They give you a pass. I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at the, the picnic, the barbecue. Like, I can't be disrespectful because. I have a black friend. Yeah, man. But, that said. I do think his man was doing entirely too much. Now, <laughs> I that. think he was doing all that shit because he want to fuck Shauna. Like, well, nah, because he liked all them white girls. He ain't even like the black girls. At the little, at the backstage yeah, shit. Yeah, nigga is ignorant. Yeah, he just a hoe-ass nigga, bro. But, like, don't, like, he walked in like, this bitch. It's like, damn, nigga, why you? What's your issue, dog? And then when uh, when they seen he was on fire, go get help, bitch. I'm like, bro. I mean, also. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of them particularly moved Push with the, the nigga speed. in the pool or some shit. Yo. Yo, how what the What the fuck did he light himself on fire with? So it was that little fireplace out there. And I'm like, I'm saying, but your whole body not going up in flames like that. Seen that hoodie? Hoodie was big as shit. Listen. And that coat. I got a 55 gallon drum in my backyard that I burn shit in. Leaves and shit like that. Yeah, big dollar. cardboard boxes and everything. Fam, it be taking a long time for shit to catch fire. Like the mail. Yeah, I be the flame be on it. Like yo, look, paper not gonna catch yeah. fire no more. And I don't know he if they treat shit or he wasn't like drinking. So it was like there was no alcohol up there. You was on the balcony, Delo. So that was a lot of fire that burned really, really quickly. Like, yeah, that fire needs an accelerant. Like, yeah. did you douse yourself or something at a party? I I think not. And shit, what would you have done it with? 
Um, I will say this though, on a lighter note. I mean, this is TV, but still yeah, facts. But that was like, like stuntman fire. Like that was like a lot. <laughs> the Human Torch, the <laughs> yeah. Fantastic Four fire. Um, ladies, I want to tell y'all something real quick on a lighter note. Uh, and by even though it's lighter, I do want y'all to take this seriously because I mean it. If your man's shit ain't get hard it's immediately, <laughs> do something. Y'all don't be yo like TV has like disrupted the sex speed. Y'all think niggas just be turned on because y'all came in the room. Man, that was a that she didn't a- get that nigga one minute to get hard, bro. Fam, that was a thing on Twitter last week too. A woman said basically, yo, if uh do y'all be on do, when the man is in the room, do y'all be on rock all the time or do it take a moment for it to get there? And then somebody too was like, oh shit, a woman realizing that men are women, I mean, men are human too. Man. Cause like if like all right, how do I say this? Uh if I didn't been around you. Wanting to have sex with you. Yeah. And we didn't have sex. Let's say two or three times. Okay. And I've been rocked the whole time. Yeah. Yo, time number four, I'm just chilling. Because, like, the body, like, yeah, nigga, we've been here, done this two or three times. Like, you know, I don't, like. I just feel like. uh. (laughs) they, They went upstairs. They went in the room. They got to making out. He fingered her a little bit. And then she reached down his pants and the motherfucking gummy worm was popping. And then it was just like instant disappointment for all parties. And I'm like, bro, pull the motherfucker out. Do no, something. No, 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 what happened? What made it worse? She was like, well, we can just do something else. Oh, no, no, no. What made it even worse was the first shit she said. Did I do something wrong? Say it about you. It's my <laughs> or maybe you did do something wrong. <laughs> you you didn't do enough. <laughs> oh, man, yo, know. yo, uh Cuddy from Dead Prayer's voice. Suck it, nigga. <laughs> yo, man. Um a really fucking good episode of rap shit. I enjoyed the hell out of it. They they yeah, did How a much lot. money did she steal from Guap Dad? Yo, apparently a lot. Well, she also only spent it on IHOP that next morning. So I mean, that, that the the spot in LA was big as fuck. Oh yeah, no Ace Hotel. She got them lit, but like that wasn't that wasn't but a stack of ten grand. Maybe she flipped them chains or something. I don't know. Um, and also next week it looked like some nefarious shit going on back in Miami now that the tour is on hold. So uh, yeah, she pulled a blicky. Oh, uh, real quick because people was asking us what we thought on the on the Facebook group. Um, do you think Lord AK is dead? I didn't no. think he was dead. Uh, I, I know it looked like they had him in a bag, but if you look carefully, not only could you see his shoes, but you could also see his left hand as they was putting him in the ambulance. He wasn't body bagged. Um, he was wrapped up, but he wasn't body bagged. So I don't think he did. Um, and then they said the tour is paused in the preview next week. So, hey, you know. <laughs> Cash Chaser, body bag. <laughs> What's my other nigga? <laughs> Body bag. <laughs> Lord AK, put your body, body bag in a body bag. bag. Oh, man. 
Yo, man. Uh, let us know what y'all thought about rap shit. Let us know what y'all thought about this episode. Hit us up this week in culture across all the socials. Send your voice notes in this week in culture pod at gmail.com. Um, Jordan, we appreciate that voice note, man. That was the first rap shit voice note we got in a minute. It's a couple other y'all uh, listeners who said y'all was going to send a rap shit voice note in and y'all didn't just know I'm calling you out right now. Um, and that means next week we better hear from you. Yo until next episode, I'm Ant. that's Jay this week in culture episode three forty seven. We out.